The sun is shining, it's a new day. Gotta be grateful in every way. What is up guys? Welcome people and welcome to the experience. I am so excited to have you guys join me for what I am going to be calling the family ties. And this is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. This is something that I've been speaking to God over the years since he has uh, been a part of my life. Um, is the topic of the family and my family in particular. And since then, it's something that I've been talking to God about. And um, I think he was speaking to me on this because there's no way I could have come up with the name Family Ties. It, no way. It has to be him. So um, this is a topic that is very near to me. Um, and we'll be t talking about a variety of things that encompasses the family and what God thinks about it and what he says um, he has ordained. Not what people say, but what he says about this um, very issue and topic. And this is something that I believe is important to God because he can't, um, he can't move unless he's allowed to be moved within our families if we allow him to. And I'm praying that this is something that is able to bless you guys as it blesses me, as it blesses me as I go through this, as it teaches me, as God reveal, reveals new things to me. And I, I'm able to share them and also um, be blessed by them. So if you guys are interested, uh, this video particularly will be speaking on my testimony, um, where I come from and what God has brought me from within my family unit. So if you guys are interested, stay tuned. My story begins. Let me get comfy comfy my story my journey begins in jamaica kingston jamaica i was born and raised in come from a born and raised in from alman town campbelltown which is the same uh, little area in kingston right behind of sabina park i grew up there um i knew no other place that's where my grandfather bought his house and that's where we lived so i grew up in a three generational home um meaning i grew up with my father not my father my mother my aunts and uncles and my cousins and that's all we knew so we didn't know any other way of living that's how um, we grew up and just like any other family there are things that are within the family unit that uh, might need to be addressed and ways of living that needs to be corrected, you know. So as we talk about this, I will go through it. So I grew up um, with my mother. My mother is a single mother of two, so it's me and my brother from her. And then I have my father and my other siblings. But I, I mostly grew with my mother and then I will go and look for my family my father's side of the family period periodically like on the weekends or I will spend the summer with them but I what I mainly knew was my aunts and uncles my grandfather and my cousins so we grew there and the beautiful memories that I am grateful for 
the beautiful memories that um I had where I can remember um us any time in the nighttime as children we would uh go different places. As usual, my mother was very a very intentional parent. She was very um strict, no nonsense kind of woman. Uh very brilliant, very observant, um, that nothing misses her. I think that's where I get it from. Where so she wanted to grow me a different way. Um she want didn't want the same things for me that she went through as oh she wanted a different lifestyle so she would place intentionally place me in different schools different programs and stuff like that i remember um us we would lay on the top of the roof because it was a as i said it was a big house so and it's a flat house and we were able to go on the roof i don't know if i can put up some pictures of how it looked um, we were able to go on the roof in nighttime. We will take our mattresses off the bed and we'll pull them up on the top of the roof and we'll lay on them the whole night. I will sleep the night, especially when the the place was very hot during the summer. We would lay them on top of the rooftop and I will sleep on them. And then one we will have our aunts and our cousins lay one on one side. You lay on one side. If my uncle would be there, he would. Uh, lay his on another side and we will be up on the roof we would eat uh, talk uh, have laughs and sleep and then the next morning we will roll our mattresses down into our houses and start our day those are the memories I have but once I hit the age of 16 years old that's when I began I think God began his journey. I think he began his journey earlier with me. But the one I recognize um, so profoundly was at 16 years old. And this was when I started going over to my father a little bit more often. And one of my mothers, I consider her a mother at the time. She was the one that led me to Christ um, and gave me the knowledge of him. So I do is a lady that I respect to this day, even though she and my father is no longer together, my bi- biological father um, is no longer together. I is a woman that I honor and respect to this day. So I have nothing but pure love um, and respect for her. She was the one that um, when I came around 16, because she was saved, when I started going around them more frequently she would talk to me more about god um who god is because jamaica i would say is a christian country we love god we understand who he is but i don't think we understand relationship with god we don't we i don't think most of us have fully come into the knowledge of who god is and wanting and building that relationship with him. But we know of God. We go to, we know about church. We have different groups. We we carry our Bible. We can this I think Jamaicans can tell you about Psalms like no other uh uh ethnic groups or no other country. Because we know Psalms like the back of our hand. It's something that we walk with, we carry with. And you'll even see uh 
a person that's on the street and they will tell you that they have their Bible. Those little small blue Bibles that the missionaries used to come to Jamaica and they would preach the gospel and they would give out the small Bibles. We, that's the Bible that we know about um, and we understand about, but we don't really, at that time, I really didn't came into the understanding of what it is to have a relationship and walk with hand in hand with God at the time until my uh stepmother started talking to me about it because she was saved and she would tell me about different um things that God spoke to her about. Um she would ask me to come to church with her and that's that that is when my understanding and I would think revelation of the knowledge of God started to come to fruition. And I, at that time, started desiring a relationship with God. And I remember um, opening up my heart to him and telling God that I want a relationship with him and and I want to be saved and for him to be with me, for him to save me, for him to forgive me and that I want to do life with him. So, yeah, I was at the age of 16. I was just starting ninth grade at Dunun Technical. And... That's when I received God into my heart. I remember going at the church. One of the church, but I didn't think I was ready at the time. Because my aunt was saying to me, Okay, you know, you can uh, give your life to God. But that's something that I would not recommend to somebody. Because if you're not ready, you're not ready. You pray for the individual um, to receive God. And when they're ready to, they will. So I remember laying down on the couch um over in Portmore. That's where uh, my father lived at the time. And I was praying. I was praying, I was pouring out my heart to God. I was telling him how much I desire him, how much I want to know about him, want to understand who he is and I think at the time I couldn't articulate exactly what it is but I think me understanding now is like I want him to reveal himself to me because you hear about people talk about relationship with God but you don't really know until he reveals himself to you and when he reveals himself to you he will tell you who he is and this is where the relationship with him with him starts where he will show you different things he will lead you to different scriptures prayer he will lead you to even people the right people who are for you to talk to you about a certain decision and certain things that are supposed to happen in your life and what god has planned for you and what he has desired for you so this is what i was experiencing at the time and i was also afraid because there's a big thing in our culture in Jamaica where we believe that serving God is boring. 
and that all these rules and restrictions and all these things we have to uh, do and follow and we believe that okay I'm not ready to do all of that yet so let me put it off until I have all the fun the all the partying all do all of these things and then I will at the later on I will start serving God that's most majority of the mentality that even at that time we had in Jamaica that's what was perpetuated and that's what I know I had that feeling at the time like all God is going to just overshadow me with all these things and I'm not ready for it until I started praying you know and started walking with him and at that time I was not baptized yet and at that time this is where everything began when it came to my family. This is where my understanding became opened and enlightened. And God started talking to me and he started showing me um, things concerning the situation, seen and unseen within the family unit that I had. And... It's like certain things I just knew and understand without nobody telling me. It was just God just opened my eyes and started showing me within prayer. He started revealing things to me. And this is where um, I started understanding what um, limitations are, family limitations are, certain things that transmit within the bloodline. Um, certain behaviors come from that goes from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. So many things God just opened my mind to where I started seeing uh, certain things within my family, certain structure that was not, I did not understand before. And how, I, keep, uh, I, I, I remember at one point I started asking God, why does it seem like this dark cloud? Hovering is like there's so, there's something that is uncommunicated that I cannot explain. There's something that is just there. It's uncommunicated. Everybody kind of understands, but nobody is speaking about the issues. And I don't think. We even we even understand these things that are happening. Um, we're just living. We're just existing. We're just going day to day, trying to survive, but not really getting to the root of the issues that we're facing. And I started to ask God about those things, and this is when He started to reveal even my own life, um, my own life to me. He started revealing the things that um, affected my mother and their, how he showed me how these things affected her and how these things were in the bloodline and the, the, the generational curses that we were facing. That's what we call them. The curses, the demonic presence that are in our family that is uh, restricting us, that is Allowing nobody 
to elevate to where they need to elevate to. Where the problems This is where God started speaking in depth to me about who my family really is, what he has for them, the blessing that he has for them. He started showing me where he wants them to be, the place that he wants them and and what he has for each and every every single member of my family. He started talking to me how blessed my family is, how smart, how intelligent he made each and every individual. He gave them gifts, different type of gifts within themselves to not only for his sake and his kingdom, but to be a blessing within our family. And even in that, he started showing me the breakdowns within. It's like, I, it's like I could see the tree. I could see every section, meaning the representation of every family, the representation of every individual. I can see not only the blessing that God has for them, but I can also see the issues and the, the the problems and the demonic presences that that the demonic influences that is restricting God from elevating um us in the level that he wants us to be elevated. He showed me the generational curses that is not only plaguing from one generation to the next. It's like I could see them. And at sixteen he was speaking to me about all of this. I remember one day I was in the house, um, at the house. I wasn't over my father at this time. I was at the house and I remember felt like I felt like I was supposed to be praying and I started praying and it's like the whole place er erupted and I started, uh, praying louder and louder and louder and louder and thing and to the point where... It's like everybody, God bless their hearts. It's like they were so afraid and confused. They don't know what it was, if I was demon-possessed or if if, <laughs> if I was demon-possessed or my poor mother was confused. God bless her heart. She didn't know what was happening. This was something that we did not, we weren't used to, we don't know about. Remember, we don't really have a relationship with God. It was just that, it was just that God was leading me to himself. That's the only way I could explain it. It was like he was starting something new within our uh, family. What I, he kind of made, I didn't understand to the full capacity, but I just, bits and pieces, I was kind of understanding um, what he was trying to do. I was afraid as well. And, I started praying louder. Everybody woke up. Uh, my mother was afraid. <laughs> it's like an earthquake erupted to the point where even our neighbors, the next door neighbors came in. Um, 
came in it's like it was a whole congregation of individuals in the yard and I was just speaking in tongues I was praying I don't know what I was saying don't know what I was doing did not understand it um started touching my aunt I remember there was an area on her that I intentionally touched um and praying 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 and when I came to um my understanding is that when we speak in an unknown tongue we speak directly to God we're dealing with issues in the supernatural that we cannot explain in the physical or we may not be able to see in the physical so in that moment God was using me but I did not understand what he was doing and that finished so there was things like that that started to happen things started uh unraveling to me even in moments where I I used to stand up at the gate and look out and it seemed like life was just this illusion to me like it wasn't real it wasn't real until God started showing me that what's real is Him. What's real is Him. He created all of this. Until I went into the scripture and understand that everything was created for Him and by Him. For the purpose of Him. Our lives are for Him. I started talking to my family about what God was doing, what what God was telling me. Um, I started talking to my mother about what God was telling me. Until one point, I, I think I was turning, to the point where I was turning 18 at the time. And I turned to my mother and I said, You know that when you look at our family and when you look at the woman within our family, you would understand that there is no marriages. It was just something God brought to my knowledge. And I turned to her and I said, you realize that there is no marriages within our family? And I'm sure there's a lot of family that, that that's happening within the family structure. But do you recognize it? This is what I was saying to her. I'm sure there's a lot of families in Jamaica, there's no marriages. It's just what we kind of call common law relationships. But it was just something that God pointed out to me. And it stuck out to me. And I, I, was, and I turned to her and I said, yeah, it's normal, but it's not what God has designed. It is normal within our culture, within our society. And this is me speaking from experience, from my uh, cultural experience from my um, experiences that I've gone through within Jamaica and I was saying all of this to her I said yeah but it is not normal it's normal but it's not normal meaning that this is not how God has designed it so therefore there is something there is something that is stopping what God has originally designed. I said there is. If you look from. The three generations. Meaning her mother. Her mother. My mother. And now me. I said to her. At some point we have to look. 
at what is happening. Look at the issues of what is happening and see that the root of it is not physical. There's no way this can be physical because even if a relationship happens, there is some error, there is something that restricts it from getting to where God wants it to be. And this is something that I've learned that if there's a demonic presence within the family structure, if there are spirits operating operating, excuse me, within the family structure, it restricts God. It restricts the blessing from flowing from one generation to the next. So God is going to point this out to an individual that is willing to hear him and see him to say, no, this is, something is wrong here. He's going to find somebody that is willing to listen to him within that family to say, Lord, okay, there is something wrong. How do we fix this? When you see a family is fighting, when God says, we wrestle not against physical humans, meaning flesh and blood, uh, flesh and blood, we wrestle not against physical humans, flesh and blood, but against principalities, spirits of the underworld, meaning that there are entities operating that we cannot see within the family structure and to restrict, to put curses, to limit, and to even kill destinies that God has designed to, to be flourished, to bless, to prosper. And we need to pay attention to it. I will go directly to the scripture where it says Jabed, Jabez prayed to God. He acknowledged God. Because he was looking at his genealogy. He was looking at his family history. He was looking at his background. And he said, okay, my family is just going along. They're just living. But they're not really recognizing that this thing is happening within the family. That there's a lack of communication. There's a lack of empathy and understanding, a lack of forgiveness, malice may be going on. We have even things of uh, 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 rape and, 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 and abuses and uh, different diseases and health issues. People lacking. There's only so much. You, yes, you, you graduate from school. Yes, you get your degree, but you're realizing that you're not thriving either. Yes, you're educated, but you're not moving. You're not progressing. What is it? Jabez looked at it, looked, excuse me. Jabez looked at his genealogy and he says, Lord. Lord. And he acknowledged that only God can change my situation. When I call on on the God of Israel. And that is where I started to started to pray. That's where I started to pray. And says, Lord, I said, I turned to my mother and I said to her, You had me at a young age. 
you had me at a young age. You were not married. That is something that I cannot repeat. That is something that I cannot repeat in my own life. And these were the, I remember writing down all of the things, all of, all of them. I remember writing them down and making a record of them in my mind to say, these are the things that I need to pray about and I need to tackle. Or if I don't tackle them, if I don't, if I leave it alone, I don't pray over the situation, I don't break these things off of my own life. They're going to repeat themselves and they're not only going to repeat themselves in my life, they're going to repeat themselves in my children's life with, when I have them. That meaning that, that issue that plagued my grandfather or my great-grandfather, that issue that happened within them, whether it's uh, 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 alcoholism, whether it's any family diseases, that has passed from one bloodline to the next bloodline, whether that be uh, um, marriages or, or children being born out of wedlock, whether that being uh, 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 men are dying within the family, right? Whether that means the fathers of those children that are being born are not sticking around, they're not providing for their children, it's only the mothers that are showing up, these are things that are not of God. And I had to make a personal decision for myself to say, okay, God has shown me these things. I have to pray about them, but I also have to take uh, responsibility and authority over my own life to ask God to help me to, to deal with these things, to break them. When you have Hatred within the family, malice, anger, unforgiveness, issues that cannot be talked about. There's an elephant in the room. Nobody is addressing them. That to the point where we see ourselves as enemies, instead of having empathy, instead of having love, instead of having forgiveness, and addressing the issues. Anger issues. So Jabez called on God. I decided I was going to walk that journey, even though there were many times where I decided no. When God showed me what he wanted to do, I was like, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. Is I felt like giving up because those years that I've been praying for the those years that I've been seeking God and asking him to change change all of this what is happening is like It's like no change was happening. No change was happening. And it's like even at the moment, I could hear God that say, do you trust me? 
do you trust that I have you, but not only you, I have your family in the palm of my hands. And I held it up so much in my heart to the point where I felt like God was saying, it's, it's, it's my job, it's not yours. It is my job. Release it to me. Give it to me. Let it go. Because what I can do in my in my hands, I can do so much with what you release and what you give to me. And I said, okay. I said, Lord, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm going to trust you with this thing. I'm not giving up on my journey with you. I'm not giving up on my walk with you. I'm not giving up on what you have for me, but not only me, what you want to do within this family. Because just like the the body of Christ, we don't all have to agree on everything. But we can have the respect, we can have the understanding. We can have the empathy and we can have the love for each other. Despite the decisions each and, e- each and every one of us is making. And it, it, it dawned on me to stress it so much that we do not, we don't, we do not fight against flesh and blood. That's not our fight. Our fight is not with each other. Our fight is not with each other. Because God makes no mistakes. Right? He makes no mistakes. So the family that you were born in and the family that I was born in I believe that that is where God placed me. But also to understand that I have a a a a, a responsibility to love, a responsibility to to know what God is saying and to do what he has ordered me to do. When it comes to the situations, when it comes to my own life. And this is where I was looking and I was reading the word one day and it just came to me. Love is patient. It is kind. It is forgiving. And the most part that sticks out to me the most 
and this is where I will end with it with this video is that it writes no it writes no wrongdoings it writes no wrongdoings so what is our place what is our place what is our place we're not here to hover over each and every one of our lives. We're not here to, because you don't agree with me, because I don't agree with you, I don't give you love. Because I don't agree with you, because I don't want you to do what it is that you you have made a decision to do within your own life. I don't love you. When I had, when me and my mother had, or a little, or a family, a little get-together this year, it was on the 4th of July. It was It was special to us because I think God was, my mother just came out of the blue with it, but there was something in me from last year that was like, we need to get everybody together um, to celebrate because life is so short. And we don't know what tomorrow may bring, even though it might be taxing at this moment to do something like this because it took a lot. We had a lot of stuff to do. We invited everyone, but we don't know what tomorrow might bring. So it's best to see each other, to greet each other, to um, celebrate and to enjoy the time. And when we did, it was very nice. I appreciated it. But it was also the dawning of a new beginning. It was a dawning of a new beginning. And I was talking to one of my cousins, Sharif, and I said to Sharif, I said, We can miss, we can miss the opportunity of the future, which on um, the present, the present, and what is to come and what God has for us by dwelling on what was, by holding on to what happened, by digging further and further in meditation on the things that was and failing to recognize that because we're alive now we have the opportunity to make amends we have the opportunity to let go to move forward to forgive because that is what life is about when you see Within the family, when you see uh, people failing to move forward, when you see certain things happening, there's such a level of anger and hatred. You have to wonder. You have to really wonder and look to see 
Because there has to be something, there, this has to be something demonically influenced. That something is driving this individual, using them. Or people, that there cannot be peace. That there cannot be peace. So I, I for one, don't want missed opportunities. I, for one, don't want to dwell in the past. I, for one, uh, are, is so enamored with the present and so excited for what God has for the future that what was is not important. When God spoke to to Abraham's cousin, what's his name? A lot. When God when when God spoke to them and told them to leave Sodom and Gomorrah, when he they were walking to leave Sodom and Gomorrah, God told them his direct instruction was, "Do not look behind you." And that was so prophetic and profound. He said, do not look behind you. Keep going forward. Do not look behind you. And when his wife decided she missed what was, looked behind her, she turned into a pillar of salt. And you know what that prophetically represents? You standing still. It represents you not going forward because you're so stuck on what was, what happened to you, that you're, you're in a standstill position, pos, position where your life is not moving, it's not progressing, it's not going forward. You're stuck. You're stuck and broke, and you're not elevating. You have to keep going. We have to keep going. And I said to God, I would, I would forbid that I am so dwelt on what was that I missed what is and what is going to be. Because this is what God says. That your days before you will be greater than the one behind us. This is what he says to us. That our days before us will be greater than the one that we had. So he's not looking for us to dwell on issues that don't matter. To be so angry about an issue that you cannot talk or work it out. Because what I've understand about true maturity is that I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to. I don't have to agree on everything. But love compasses all. I forbid it. This is why it is a, it's a decision when it comes to 
going forward when it comes to unforgiveness and all of these things that create a burden and a baggage within not only the household but within your personal life i was like "Mm -mm. i will let it go i will forgive i will do what necessary for me to go forward for me to not be stuck to be standstill um to be worried about and to be hurt by what happened that i can let it go because god says my former will be greater than my la- my latter days so that means what happened past tense is not going to affect what what god has for me now and what he's going to give me in the future so I can let go of what was. And I can release it and I can give it to God. Because in his hand. In his hand. He can turn it into something greater. So I trusted God. I gave it to him. I released it to him. And I trusted him. With not only my heart. My life. But my family. So, as I end, I begin with the family ties. I hope you guys enjoyed the video, the podcast, and I wasn't all over the place. You understood um, what I was trying to say. So, I'll see you guys in my next video. Bye.